0: No matter who you are, things in your life probably aren't going as expected, whatever that means. But the things you are doing right now, no matter what they are, that's your life. It's not a plan B. I'm your host, Madeline Mortensen, and you're listening to This Is Not A Backup Plan. Hello, friends. Happy Christmas, Adam. Today is the first day of my first four-day weekend. I absolutely love when Christmas and New Year's fall on the weekend and you get two four-day weekends in a row. I think it's a delight. I really don't like when it falls in the middle of the week and you end up having to like work on like a Monday or a Friday because of where the holiday falls. I find that kind of annoying. I was just thinking last night of what a good December I've had. It's been really busy, but I feel like I got to do a lot of the quintessential December Christmassy things that I always think would be so fun. I went to the Chris Kindle Market at This Is The Place. I went to the super, super cute Christmas village in Ogden that feels like Stars Hollow and Gilmore Girls with one of my best friends. I made a gingerbread house with another friend. And last night, I just wanted to do something nice. I worked from home and I wanted to not be in my house all day. So in the afternoon, I went to a choral performance at the Cathedral of the Madeline in Salt Lake, which is such a beautiful building. I've never been there. It's the kind of place that I would for sure make sure to visit if I was on vacation, but because I live in the city and in the state, I've just never visited. So I went to that and it was just very pleasant. And then in the evening, I went to the Grand America Hotel and I had like a snack and a hot chocolate. And I walked around and I looked at their really cute Christmas windows. And then I rode the train to City Creek and I walked across the sky bridge that was all lit up and looked at the Christmas lights in Salt Lake City. And I just was thinking like, these are the kinds of things that I prioritize doing when I'm on a trip. They're the kinds of things that make me so happy. I like walking around cities and seeing what there is to see. I like riding public transit. <laughs> like these are things that bring me a lot of joy and it's just kind of nice to do them in my normal person life. I've been thinking a lot about what I wanted to do for this last episode of the year And I came up with no good ideas. I was like, I could do 22 things about the podcast from 2022. And I was like, I have 30 podcast episodes. Like, I don't have 22 exciting things to tell you about this podcast that you've already been listening to. Like, I've said what I was thinking. And then I was like, I could do 23 hopes for 2023. And then I thought, I will feel so sad if I do that. because. I don't have 23 things that I want to tell you about 2023. So in this brainstorming, I was reminded of last year when one of my really good friends and I, Alice, who you heard on an earlier episode, we hosted a storytelling party in the style of the moth at her home. And it was around the solstice and we did a theme related to something like new beginnings or changing the way you think, and I shared a story that encapsulates just like a little piece of how I've changed my thinking about marriage and my purpose and my future, and I looked through my Google Drive this morning because I was like, I'll read this story, this will be so simple, and I can't find it anywhere. I must have written it on a piece of paper, which is very disappointing, but I did remember enough to record, so I recorded the story, and that's what I want to share with you in this episode. As I produced this episode, I realized that it was a year ago that I was sitting in my dad's living room, hurrying and finishing up editing so I could prepare this podcast to launch in 2022. I've said this before, but like I started collecting the interviews in 2021. I had the idea in my head, I was trying to flesh it out, and I wanted to feel prepared when it launched. And in Christmas of last year was when I was finalizing those details. And honestly, like as I was finalizing those details, I felt a little worried. I felt like, you know, it's taken me months to collect just a few interviews, to edit them, to prepare them. Am I ready to have a commitment and to put this together and have it come out a few times a month? And even though I didn't feel ready, I decided that it was worth preparing and it was worth taking that leap because I knew that no matter how much I prepared, no matter how much I collected things, that I wasn't ever going to feel perfectly ready. And that's something I've been learning and something I'm working to remind myself, that it's really good to prepare. It's really good to plot things out, to organize content. And then there comes a moment where you just have to take a jump. There's a lot of things with this podcast that I want to figure out and that I want to do better next year. I want to be better at building an audience. I want to reimagine ways that I'm doing content in hopes of helping it connect better with others. And I'm really glad that I didn't wait to have those details that I was worried about sorted out before starting because then I would have never started. And I feel so proud of the fact that there are 30 episodes. I feel so proud of the fact that there are people, that there are you that come and listen every week and that we can have these conversations. I'm really looking forward to continuing to have these conversations in 2023. Whether you are feeling happy or sad, hopeful or worried as we enter this new year, I hope you know how glad I am that you're here. And I hope you have the courage to start something that matters to you, even if you don't quite feel ready. When I was about 10 years old, my grandpa built me a cedar hope chest. When he gave it to me, he told me that a hope chest was something that a young woman would traditionally use to collect things she hoped to use in her future home. As someone who is very good at following instructions, I took this to heart, and in addition to some of the typical childhood treasures that you might expect a girl to put in a box, I also used the Hope Chest to collect things I might want to use for my future home. I included hot pads I knitted, baby blankets I made, baby clothes of mine that I wanted to save, and the wedding time capsules I made in my church youth program. I don't know if this is a thing outside of conservative religious circles in Utah, But when I was a teenager, it was popular to create a box that would showcase some of the things that you imagined might be a part of your wedding. Pinterest was really big at this point, and I was very excited about planning this once-in-a-lifetime party. The box had things like what colors you thought you might use, wedding dress ideas, ring ideas. I know that some of mine included potential baby names. It also included materials that would help you prepare to go to a Mormon temple when the time came for you to be married. And when I look back at these, I cringe I feel like this really focused on marriage as the be all, end all goal and kind of ignored the idea that there were other exciting parts of my future that I might want to plan as well. But here's the thing I planned the activity where we made one of these wedding time capsules. I organized everything, I designed the workshop, I collected the bridal magazines, I made the cupcakes this was the activity that I wanted to have. Looking back, I wonder if this is because this is what I wanted the most, or if this is because it was what I was told I wanted the most. As someone who is a hopeless romantic, I think it's probably a little bit of both. But I can't help but feel a little bit sad for the fact that this was the focus. As I got older and as I graduated high school and I went to college and I started settling and creating spaces for myself, I realized that there was a thought that commonly came up for me. I kept thinking, I'll do this thing when I get married. I'll buy nice dishes that match when I'll get married. I'll buy furniture for my house when I get married. I'll decorate in a way that I like when I get married. And one day I realized I didn't want to think like that anymore. As I thought about it, it did not feel practical to start doing some of these things exactly in the moment. I was still living in college housing with a lot of strangers, and so I wasn't going to be buying the dishes I wanted anytime soon. I wasn't going to be buying furniture anytime soon. But despite these limitations, I realized there was no reason for marriage to be the point that marked when I could do these activities. And so I changed my thinking from when I get married to when I have a house. I graduated with my bachelor's degree in 2019, and I was working at a small newsroom in Logan, Utah, which meant that my salary was tragic. Because of this, I continued living in student housing. However, six months after I graduated, I got hired to be a news director at the public radio station at the university in Logan. And the financial stability this promised meant that I could seriously start considering a house. When I first got the job, I wasn't sure how long it would take me to be ready to make that purchase. But I decided to celebrate by going to Ikea and buying a set of pink hexagon plates that I had fallen in love with. Things happened a lot faster than I expected, and a few months after I started my new job, I had put in an offer on a house and was preparing to move. Part of my preparations included cleaning things up at my dad's house and packing up the things that had been stored there while I was going to college. I went through the hope chest as part of this process, and I threw away the wedding time capsules. And when I moved into the quirky 1912 house that had no closets— I decided to store my linens in my hope chest because I'm not hoping for my future anymore. I'm living in my present. Merry Christmas, my friends. Happy New Year. All the warm and cozy wishes to you. You can find me on Twitter at Madeline K, as long as it doesn't implode. <laughs> and you can find this podcast on Instagram at not a backup plan you can support this work on Patreon and you can also support it by leaving a review and rating it on Apple Podcasts and rating it on Spotify. If this has been an important part of your 2022, please just take a few minutes to leave your thoughts. It makes such a huge difference, and if you just want to tap five stars, that's also a huge benefit in helping me build an audience and helping other people discover these stories no matter what happened this year, and no matter what you're planning on doing next year, remember, this is your life. It's not a plan B.